This episode is sponsored by Horrible Audio. Horrible Audio makes your podcast worse than it already is because someone forgot their headset at the apartment across the nation. And when I mean someone, I mean me. Horrible Audio. We are here to ruin your listening experience. What's up, everyone? It's December 24th, 2020, and I am currently in my room in Stockton, California. Yes, Jessica and I were able to make it back over here just in time for the holidays. We took the COVID test before, which is very unpleasant. Definitely one of the the most uncomfortable things I've dealt with in a long time. I felt like I was being violated. Like, why, why is this Q-tip going that far up my nose? Like, why is this happening to me? like oh it's it's nothing just just brace yourself hey break you brace yourself with to give you these hands get that shit out of my nose but it had to be done in order to make this trip and thank god we tested negative or else i would not be in my room that I was living in five months ago, which is crazy because I remember just stepping in here and not realizing how small my room was. Maybe that's because I have my own space now. Like Jessica and I both have our own space. So it was just strange to walk into my room again Even though it was only less than six months ago that I moved. But everything was almost the same. Like it smelled the same. Still smelled like my house. It was nice to see my dad. See Jessica's parents and her sister. And I also saw like all my closest friends last night, which is was great because I missed them a lot. And I don't know this saying. There's there's no place like home. Shout out Dorothy, the Wizard of Oz. But that saying is true, man. It's. It's nice to see your foundation, like what what your roots were and, and how did you put this? You, hmm, see where it all began, you know? Like that word foundation, where, why am I chirping over that? Like, why is my mind in the fog? But it's nice to be back seeing everyone and there's also moments where I'm thinking I'm glad I left because there's certain sections of my hometown 
which is like overly crowded. And unlike Maryland, it's not that crowded compared to California. It's a lot more peaceful over there. And I don't mind it. I didn't think I was, I was going to like it, but, you know, my mind has changed. Maryland, I'm sorry. I was wrong. I'm just here to ask for forgiveness. And I hope that you can forgive me because I underestimated the quality of your state and the quality of the East Coast. But anyway, what one thing I was glad to see is the diversity. The diversity out here is crazy compared to Maryland. That's the one thing I miss about California. Like, just so many races, nationalities. Like, wow. I'm glad I'm from here. And Stockton was, like, voted the number one most diverse city in America, supposedly. I don't know if that's, like, from actual facts, but I saw that somewhere. And I see it, but I'm not 100% sure if that's statistically true. So don't, don't put that on me. Don't try to cancel me, please. yeah it's it's good to be home baby feels good to be home love my hometown i love being from the 209 just like brandon cooks i don't know if you know who that is who else is from the 209 uh, oh yeah, the Diaz brothers. But it is crazy, man, how how much life has changed. I mean, I started a podcast in my closet, and now I I'm bringing it from the East Coast to the West Coast. I'm in my old room looking at all of my old stuff but it it is strange that I'm not going to be permanently here I'm leaving on Monday which I'm I know I'm going to be sad about because I'm leaving like my friends and my family again but it's all for the good because it's going to continue to help Jessica and I grow and also speaking of growth of her especially for her she got recognized in Denver when we were in the Denver airport which is crazy some lady was all like are you Jess and I'm just sitting there like, what the hell is going on? Like, 
her fan base is growing and she's becoming more and more powerful. You can only hope to contain her because you ain't stopping her. She's gonna take over the world. <laughs> Hopefully in a good manner. Which I know it will be because Jessica's a good person. Or I wouldn't be dating her. <laughs> I'm just in my room right now. It's strange. It really is. But also, I wanted to talk about like things that happened a couple weeks ago. Like I I forgot to mention this, but I've made a new friend in the gym who I've been working out with from time to time. The homie's name is Shaq. And we did some killer ab workouts, which I'm gonna need to do when I get back because your boy is getting on that holiday weight. Need to burn that. I need to get into the sauna or the steam room. Need to sweat all this shit out. And then also Jessica and I did a couples challenge workout. It was the first time we worked out together as a couple and it was it was fun on a competitive edge and teamwork because we both did fairly well. Like I I was able to push her while she was able to push me. And I feel like that's how our relationship is like we're constantly pushing one another to keep taking that next step which I liked and I think it was last Wednesday that Maryland or Maryland had like a snowstorm and it was snowing really hard and it was really pretty though because I don't know snow is pretty but it also is very annoying because it causes accidents and it causes you to do more work but it was nice seeing Jessica's face in the snow. She's like, oh my gosh, what is going on? I can't believe I live here. Nah, nah, nah. So that was fun to see. It's always a joy to see her like face light up when it comes to like simple things like snow and like Christmas lights. It, it makes me want to appreciate things more every time I see her react that way. That's one of my favorite things about her. But yeah. And then that the snow caused me to miss work Thursday because the roads are so icy. And I wasn't trying to risk it. Like I, My tires are horrible. I need to get new tires so I don't have to miss work often. Every time there's snow. But then again... The locals tell me that it doesn't snow like that very often, so I should be fine. But just to be safe, I probably should buy some studded tires. And also, last week I had a special guest on the show. I just didn't get to drop the episode, so I'm excited for you guys to hear that. So... Yeah, I think that was recorded last Friday. So, I'm gonna 
take a quick little break and then you guys can stay tuned hopefully don't don't check out or you can if you want to no pressure do what you want to do because it's your life and you can make your own choices but all right yeah i'm gonna take a quick break and we'll get to our guest from last friday just saying all right, we'll be right back. Thirty-six minutes, on average, that's how long people waste their time listening to "In the Garage" with Garage Boy. Unlike the hundred who suffer weekly you can still save yourself from potential harm. Hi, I'm Garage Boy. You can help continue this misery by subscribing to this podcast or following me on Instagram at G-A-R-A-G-E underscore underscore B-O-Y. Again, at G-A-R-A-G-E underscore underscore B-O-Y. Thank you, and forgive me, I cannot spell. Welcome back, everyone. I want to introduce you to someone who's very dear to me. Wouldn't have lived this life without him. Everyone, Gerald Cordova. Ah, yeah, yeah, clap, 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 applause, applause, applause. Yeah, no one special, guys, sorry. Sorry for the letdown. It's just me still. But I just wanted to tell you guys about me. (laughs) Very narcissistic, even though I already talk about me. Let's talk more about me and a summary of my life and I'm gonna try to do this in like 13 minutes or less because I have a haircut appointment at 10 o'clock so hopefully I can bust through this fairly quickly all right so I was born July 24th 1993 I'm a Leo you could write that down there's gonna be a test at the end at St. Joseph's Hospital in Stockton, California, my hometown. In the 209, represent, just like the MMA fighters, Nick and Nate Diaz. You might have heard of them if you pay attention to that stuff, because I really don't. I just know that they're from there. I could really care less. Then, as I was born, a few years go by. I'm like four or five years old. My mom enrolls me into St. Luke's Catholic Elementary School where I meet one of my best friends in kindergarten. She's a female. She goes by the name of Gabby. And then I meet my other best friend in the fourth grade. He is not a female. He is a male. He goes by the name of Christoph. You know, like the 
Kristoff and Sven from Frozen, but he did it first. So, just saying. For all you Frozen lovers, Kristoff. I knew Kristoff before y'all even knew that was a name. Just saying. And then, fast forward all the way to 8th grade. Since we're in the spirit of Christmas and all. 8th grade is where the 8th grade class performs the Christmas pageant. And here I am, young little prehubescent Gerald Cordova. I'm all thinking, oh, I'm going to try out to be one of the three kings. Because I... It's kind of a big role, but not as big as... Well, it is one of the big roles, but it wasn't like the... Was it? The star. Star of the damn show. So I try out, and these teachers are looking at me with a smile on their face. And I'm like, why are they smiling at me? I must have got this part in the bag or something. And as they announced the the parts they announced the three kings and i'm like what the heck what what is going on and then my principal's like and by a huge surprise the drummer boy will be gerald cordova and i'm just like huh i mean i'm the finale i mean i i was terrified man i did solos before because i was in the saint luke's like church choir this was different. I would be all alone. Like, I'd be walking down the middle aisle, drum in my hand, singing in front of like 500 people. <laughs> yeah. My confidence was not very high, but as I started practicing, it got higher and higher. And I remember that my, the first time I sang, I was so nervous. Well, first time I sang in front of the whole school. I was super nervous. I think my voice cracked a few times. And then the person who... The teacher that was helping me practice was like, Ah, we gonna fix this. So she would take me out of like the most important class. My favorite one, PE. She's like, we practicing now. And I was like, man, I just want to play flag football with my friends. I want to play dodgeball, kickball. Care about this. Why y'all give me this part? <laughs> then I'll be singing in the gym when no one's in there. And when it came to the very first school rehearsal, no one knew I could sing like that. But this was like before I hit puberty, you know. My voice got really deep. I don't know if I had those vocal cords anymore. But anyway, yeah, as it got closer and closer to the performance, I remember the night of the performance where we're getting ready. I just feel my anxiety rising, man. It it was intense. And I remember running to people at like in the grade above me who are now in high school They're like damn man good luck and I was like yeah man I'm shitting bricks I might throw up <laughs> and all I remember is like they open those church doors put the spotlight on me and I just started singing 
boy did I sing my prehubescent ass off. That link is on YouTube. <laughs> I will put that in the description of this podcast. That shit. My posture was so bad in that video too. I was just singing. Singing my ass off. With no emotion because I was so terrified. I remember seeing all the eyes looking at me and I'm all... Trying to cover my face with the little wrap that was around my head just it was crazy man it's good times then the rest of the year happened that was definitely the highlight of my eighth grade year and then evidently after like i was already signed up to go to this private high school in stockton called saint mary's i was ready to go i took the placement test then we ended up moving to Juneau, Alaska with my mom's side of the family. That was tough, man. But it all started off when we went there to visit because my one of my older cousins promised me she would come to my graduation and then she would show me Juneau. Then that happened. I don't like to admit this part, but... I had a little summer fling going when I was like 13 or 14 and that's kind of what pushed me over the edge to decide where I would move out there. I mean, not even like spending time with my cousins, which was great cuz I I never had that bond with them before. That summer that created one of the greatest bonds that I'm happy about so yeah we I left Juno for that summer and ended up moving back that following August and you know like when you pull a move like that things tend don't they, they don't work out because that didn't work out between me and that girl because I was dumb it's naive. And then now I was like, damn. I moved here away from all my friends. But I still had my family. And my mom had 15 brothers and sisters. 11 boys and 4 girls. And half of them were in Juno, So I was grateful for that. I wasn't completely alone. Yeah, it didn't work out with that girl because I realized I had too much of an expectation and I created an idea of her like I usually do. And I blame that on like pop songs, pop love songs, Disney movies, rom-coms. I think Joseph Gordon-Levitt said it best in that movie 500 Days of Summer. It's these songs movies creating this ideology of love and that I think that just let me down a downhill path of expectations of love but 
that's super depressing but i'm glad all that shit happened then i ended up meeting like a bunch of people from juno started getting i didn't think seasonal depression was a thing until i moved there because it in the winter time the sun will start going down around like 3 30 p.m so you'd go to school like around seven the sun will start to be rising then you're leaving school the sun's already almost setting so that's not a very fun sight to see and you barely saw the sun out there it's 40 40 to 60 days out of the year you saw sunlight so that's super depressing then i had this ambition of moving back to california so one summer well not one summer one winter break i go to stockton and i link up with all my old friends one of my old friends was uh, Colin. Don't really talk to him as much anymore, but he was at our going away party. So that was cool that he shows up for like the big moments. And we ended up smoking weed when I got back with the homie Virgil, who I met for the first time, who is also still one of my good friends today smoked weed man we the huge the biggest mistake we would have i mean we did do was we took his mom's car we hotboxed that thing with like three blunts and that was the highest i've ever been don't do drugs kids even though some of you don't think it's a drug just be careful with that shit just be careful um yeah then i remember just being so lit that i could not see outside it was terrible and what made it worse is we ended up getting caught by his mom like the next day we got back we were trying to air out with all the windows and shit but being the high asses we were weed he parked the car hella crooked on the curb the windows were down so it looked super suspicious and all i remember waking up to was his mom well colin's mom saying gerald get your ass out here and i was like oh shit i'm in some shit then Virgil's mom was all yelling at us. Like, how could you guys be so stupid? I was like, man, we were hella stupid. Why are we doing this? Like, why am I doing this? This is not me. I'm Gerald. I do good things. Then Virgil and his mom leave, and then my dad rolls up. This man just laughs at me. Like, what the hell? How do you get caught? I don't need this. I don't need to hear this from you, man. My dad just made fun of me the whole drive home. 
damn shame. That's something he'll hold over my head too, to this day. And I haven't really smoked weed that much ever since that. It's like, you know what? I ain't, I ain't bought this. Even though it's fun, I think I'm going to cut this off now. Whew. Yep. Then I moved back to Stockton, you know. I was excited for new beginnings. But then I didn't really want to work for anything because I was so tired of school like high school like I didn't want to do any more work I didn't want to work for anything I was lazy I wasn't very ambitious school was expensive because I was an out of state student so I, I was like why even bother and I, I didn't want to get a job because I didn't want to miss out my mom was giving me money and I was dependent on that that and the more I look back at that, like that's probably the most pathetic part of my life. Because I felt like I was. I didn't want to earn any money. And I didn't know the value of a dollar. I was spoiled. There you go. I was spoiled. But then luckily I started working at this place called. You guys know what it is. Spirit Halloween. You know where all the hood people usually work at. Well, I worked there and that's... That was pretty cool. Met some cool people. Not people I would hang out with on the daily, but they're cool to work with. Yeah, then I ended up meeting my ex-girlfriend there. And that was... That was a doozy. That was a doozy doozy. The way that ended was pretty intense. Because we... It started off like just talking and then we stopped talking. Then I ended up moving to San Diego. And then I ended up relinking with my best friend Kristoff because we stopped talking after... Well, we didn't keep in contact as much when I moved to Alaska. I basically disappeared off the map. Yeah, because I was just trying to start off new again. Like, oh, move to San Diego. I'll I'll be more ambitious. Blah, blah, blah. And that was the case because it made me find a job. I worked at Chick-fil-A for like a year. Met some cool people there. And then I get a Snapchat message from... Mike's girlfriend well we weren't really like dating yet we were like talking we were talking for like a couple years and just said I like I miss you and stuff and I was like okay here we go so I ended up like talking to her again then I visited for Thanksgiving to see her then I ended up moving back probably before the the summer started and as you can see there's like a tendency here I already saw it like I 
I move places for women. Strange. I need to like find a therapist to talk to that about because I think I've watched too many rom-coms to risk it all for some women who aren't worth it. But anyway, yeah, ended up moving back. Then, unfortunately, that relationship ended on a bad note. It's definitely a painful breakup because I, I was really into it, even though I took advantage of thinking that that girl would always be there. And it was it was tough. But it led me to better things. It caused me to start working out, which I should have been working out, taking care of my body. And of course, you know, I went through that phase of trying to win her back. Because I was stubborn. I didn't like to lose. And I didn't like letting go of things. But eventually I did. And I stayed single for about four years. I... I had my ups and downs with women. But clearly, the man upstairs, the big G-O-D, he he had a plan for me. He put all like these girls in front of me, testing me, realizing these ones ain't it, bruh. And I had my biggest breakthrough from the girl who I really wanted to be with like a couple years ago she was like a single mom I was all for it like okay gotta prepare myself to do this because I'm gonna be taking care of this kid then it's like wait a minute like am I really ready for this I tried to convince myself I was then I really wasn't if you're trying to convince yourself then it won't it'll do you more harm than good because clearly I was not ready as much as I wanted to be and it helped me realize what my worth was during that time because Again, I created this idea that this girl would be it for me. Like, oh, she's the one, blah, blah, blah. I always had that ideology. And once that happened, once we stopped talking and she ghosted me, I started to see things a lot more clearly. I had this idea of wanting to become a fuckboy again. But God was like, nah, man. This ain't the route for you. Like, this That's not who you are. And I was like, yeah, I know, God. I know. But I want to be. I want to be so bad. He's like, nah. You only think you want to be. That ain't you, homie. It's like, ah, oh, you're right.
right, Lord. You all, you right, you right. So, I ended up meeting the best possible person for me. And that's probably the reason why you're listening to this podcast, because you're interested to hear who I am and what she sees in me, which is pretty cool, I guess. So yeah, it's, I know I talk about Jessica a lot, but she really has made a huge impact on my life. And she is definitely one of the best damn things that's ever happened to me. And I tend to keep that for a long time. Yeah, there's really no one else I'd want to be with on this journey because she makes me she makes me want to be better even when I fuck up like I I'm always down to improve and I'm always down to make her happy because nothing's more important than making her happy while I'm happy When we're both happy, everything's great. But even when we're not happy together, or when we're struggling, it's great. Because I know we'll get through it. We're not going to give up on each other. That's why I'm grateful that she's put on this earth. And yeah, I got to cut this right here, guys. I'm about to get a haircut. Trying to get there early than expected so we can get this shit done quickly. Because I know this dude looks at my head like the sculpture. Sorry, I didn't get to the two songs of the week. Maybe I will after the haircut. So stay tuned. But we'll see. Alright, guys. If I come back with the two songs of the week, continue listening. There'll probably be like 10 minutes left on it. But I may or may not be right back. But if I don't, have a good one. Be safe. originally was not going to record the two songs of the week but I was just in the car meaning the rental car we got and this song came on that I always loved it's called you're the meaning no it is not called you're the meaning it is called you're the inspiration by Chicago see I should have not done this segment because I already messed up But anyway, we're going to keep rolling with the punches, continue to move forward with the segment. All right. It's a it's a great love ballad. And man, the 80s just dropped fire ass music. What an era of music, man. It it just hits you in the soul. It just makes you want to be in love. 
just gives you that feeling like, God, I love you. I love you so much. Whew. Like you're the meaning in my life. You're the inspiration. Then they hit the, the harmonies. They're like, honey, can you hear me? I know you want to hear me say it. No one needs it more than I. Man, those that falsetto harmonizing, wonderful. This makes you wanna grab somebody and love them. Like I just wanna grab Jessica and be like, I love you so much. And then the song ends, and I'm like, ah, oh, all right, my bad. I was a little aggressive. But yeah, I recommend that song beautiful ballad it's also in the third act of Deadpool the first Deadpool so I'm glad it made it on there there's a lot of wham on there too but unfortunately wham did not make it to the two songs of the week but you know who did the Jonas Brothers yes the Jonas Brothers. They released a new song recently. I think it's new, but it's called I Need You Christmas. And the song spoke to me, man, because I feel like it spoke for everyone. Cause I feel like everyone needed Christmas this year more than any other year because of how the year has been. I mean, it's been great. But it's also been very difficult. And it's definitely a growing experience. So I highly recommend checking this song out. Because it's fire. Joe, not, not Joe, Nick. Jonas just comes in, he's like, I need you Christmas. He doesn't have a list, but it's so hard to imitate his voice. It's a good song. It got it has like the little piano in the back and the little bells, and it's just a it's an underrated Christmas ballad, even though it just came out. So I recommend checking that out. So I just wanted to close with I hope everyone has a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I don't know if I'm gonna record before New Year's, so if I don't. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Holidays, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Birthday, whoever's birthday it is. So I hope everyone has a lovely time. Be safe, everyone. I love y'all. I appreciate you guys. And stay healthy.